The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And welcome to Pod to Chat with your host, Barry Corellis. Before we get started with today's episode, I'd like to take a moment and share a word from our sponsor. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is happy to be the proud sponsor of the Premier Dance Network. Body Rappers' Angela Luzio is known for its fine total stretch tights and Angela Luzio shoes. Tyler Peck, principal dancer with the New York City Ballet, is its spokesperson and designer of Tyler Peck Designs for Premier. It takes a dancer who wears a leotard all day to know what is best in a leotard. So Tyler's beautiful original leotard designs fit perfectly, are ideal for class, rehearsal, or performance, and move well with the body won't ride up in the back. Body Wrappers makes additional apparel for all types of dance that includes ballet, jazz, modern, lyrical, hip-hop, tap, team, liturgical, performance wear for competition and recital, as well as Angela Luzio shoes. You may view all the products at www.bodywrappers.com or to purchase Tyler Peck designs by Body Wrappers, go to dancewearcorner.com or your favorite online dance apparel retailer for all their products. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pa the Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this bi-monthly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 16 plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. To start things off today, I want to make sure that I wish you a happy Hanukkah, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. This will be my last episode of Pod to Chat in 2018, and I will probably return to podcasting around January 11th or January 18th. Um, I wish that I could be bringing you fresh new content throughout the rest of the end of the year, but I will be traveling to Hong Kong Cambodia and Thailand for the holidays with my husband and I've been working really really hard this year and between blogging and podcasting and then writing for dance media publications um, I just want to give myself a little bit of an extended break so that I can keep on you know bringing the best content to you guys that I possibly can Thank you all so much for understanding. I want to spend time with my husband, expand my view of the world and its inhabitants, and replenish my brain for a strong start to the new year. I will also only be teaching at Broadway Dance Center next week on Tuesday and on Friday until I return. So I did have somebody reach out to me via, I think it was Instagram or yeah, it was, it was Instagram, um, a podcast listener asking if I would be teaching around Christmas. And I know that's when a lot of people visit the city, but I'm sorry, it just worked out this way. So I won't be teaching again until January, I think it's the 10th, uh, whatever that Thursday is, the second week of January. So um, 
Once the new year does start back, though, I'll be announcing a few changes to my open class teaching schedule, which are all good announcements. Um, they're just going to be moving some of my classes to accommodate uh, for larger studios, which is very exciting. Um, but so stay tuned for that. And I'll keep you abreast of that information as it as it comes in. All right. That's pretty quick opening intro without a lot of information. I'm just, I'm prepping for Nutcracker this uh, this weekend and just trying to tie up all those loose ends as we uh, prepare to to just go enjoy our vacation. Um, so quick announcements today. I usually do an end of the year podcast episode where I talk about and sum up all the happenings of the year. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to miss it this year. I know it's a bit premature for this since Hanukkah isn't even over and Christmas is what two weeks away at this point, but I feel like it's so important to set goals, uh, to work our asses off to achieve them. And then to look back and reassess and reset new goals for the, the upcoming year. Um, I mean, I have constant goals going all the time and some of them are short-term goals. Some of them are long-term goals. Um, but I, I, I like the idea of having the new year as a time to assess and sort of, you know, recalibrate and figure out where I want to go, which, uh, goals I want to keep and which ones I want to get, get rid of. Um, the best way to explain, actually, somebody said to me once, uh, it's not original to me, but, um, they said that your goals should be like juggling, Sometimes you juggle and you keep all of the balls going and every once in a while you drop one. And when you drop it, it's probably because you have too much happening. So you look down at it and you try to decide, do I want to take that ball and put it back into the mix? Do I want to uh, throw it in the trash and just work on these five that I have going right now? Or do I want to take this and put it on a shelf so that I can use it later when I, I feel that I can, can add another ball to the mix? Uh, so yeah, I'm going to, in front of all of you, live on Potty Chat Talking Dance, I'm going to assess my goals from the past year. Uh, I'm going to give you some tips as to how I achieved certain goals, and I'm going to look constructively at goals that I have yet to achieve, and look at the reasoning behind why I haven't yet achieved it, and then maybe I'll see if I... Uh, I'll see if I want to continue with those goals. And then at the end, I'm hoping to set a few new goals in front of all of you. And that way we can see what happens with them in the new year. I haven't really done this before. So um, I think it's a, a fun way to finish off this 2018 year, even though when you're listening to this, you're still going to have three more weeks until 2018 is over. You can tell everybody that I was the first in preparations for 2019. <laughs> I'm just a little ahead of, ahead of myself. All right, so um, before I get started with uh, talking about certain goals, I want to discuss retreats. Um, and I've discussed retreats on my blog. I have done a podcast dedicated to retreats. Um, so if you want to know more about those, uh, like in-depth information about these retreats, you can go ahead and listen to that, that previous podcast. Uh, I think it's like pretty far back. So you probably have to go back to my first 50 episodes. Um, but I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick rundown of, uh, what exactly a retreat is. Um, the first time I ever did a retreat was after I had been 
fired from Ballet X and I was kind of trying to reassess my career and what I wanted to achieve in it and I didn't really know how to go about it. So my husband suggested that I go to a coffee shop in a neighborhood that I, I didn't know because two things I love are a good coffee shop uh, with amazing coffee and to explore uh, new areas. So he, he suggested I do that because it was something I enjoyed and it also gave me inspiration to uh, look forward to new things and to have an open mind with, about reaching my goals. Um, so yeah, I would go on these retreats at the co- these coffee shops. I'd spend a couple hours there and then I would ex- actually explore the neighborhood afterwards. Um, but yeah, so in these retreats, what I essentially do is, I mean, the first time that I did it, I didn't have to do this, but now that I've been doing them for years, um, the first thing I do is I assess my previous goals and I say, I talk about what I've achieved, what I haven't achieved, essentially what I'm going to do with you. Um, and then I I make lists of things. So I'll I'll, I'll do uh, a list of things that I did well this this time, uh, things I could have done better. If something was uh, like an over over overwhelming theme throughout that period uh, before that, like between retreats, I might assess that 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 theme like. Uh, for a while, I've been considering whether I should continue blogging or not. So in one of my past retreats, I did sort of like a pros and cons list of uh, continuing to blog or not blogging anymore. Um, I've also, I have issues with anxiety. So I've done lists where I sort of assess what has been causing me anxiety over the past period of time um, between retreats um, and things like that. So I will shut off my phone. I will make sure that there's nothing that can distract me. And I actually do this old school. I, I write it down on uh, in a notebook with a pen and paper. Um, and it, it usually takes me anywhere from like two to five hours to do this. Um, when I first started doing it, I thought it would be tedious. But once I get into the flow of it, I don't even realize that the time is passing. Um, but yeah, so that's how I, that's how I do my retreats. And then at the end of the retreat, I write uh, a new set of 10 goals. Um, so I'm going to go through, I'm actually going to go a little bit before 2018 because I didn't get, I was too busy and I didn't get to do a retreat, uh, at the beginning of 2018. Um, I did a retreat in August of 2017. You're going to hear some paper cause I'm looking at my notebook. Um, but I did a retreat in yeah August of 2017 and actually I did this retreat on the airplane after I had been stranded in Houston, Texas during Hurricane Harvey. So it was an interesting time. It was my post Harvey airplane retreat. Um, and then the next one I did May 31st. And then the next one after that I did, let's see, I did on the th- 3rd of September. So I, I generally try to do these every three months. I don't always achieve that goal, but I do my best to make it happen. Alrighty, so uh, looking at my goal list from my Hurricane Harvey airplane retreat, um, I'm not going to do some that aren't necessarily as uh, important, but uh, not important, but uh, relevant because some of them have passed. Like one of my goals was to have the smoothest possible move to New York City, but that happened wholly in December. Sorry, not December, in uh, 
2017. Um, I'm stuck in December 2018. Uh, but yeah, so um, one of my goals was to launch a new blog. I, so I, as you hear at the end of my podcast episode, if you ever make it to the end, um, I always mention all of my, my media networks and channels that I have. And uh, I had Life of a Freelance Dancer, a blog for five years. And um during this time, I took a break from that for the first time uh, in those entire five years. And I determined during that break that I didn't want to continue on that blog because uh, it was no longer relevant to the work that I was doing. Um, but I had, I had been blogging for so long, I couldn't imagine my life not blogging. So I had decided that I was, I had decided that I was going to launch a new blog called Dancing Off Stage. Um, and I did, I ended up following through with this. Um, and it's interesting because this past year has really been me assessing whether I wanted to continue with this blog or with, with blogging because generally blogging doesn't bring me income. It's, it's a lot of content that I put out and um, the way that it works is I, I make money off of it through the connections that I make through the blogs or through people that read it and then they they trust my product and my voice and my services um so they reach out to me um but I I don't typically make money directly off of a blog um the only time I've ever made money off of blogging is when I've blogged for other people not on my own sites so at this point I had decided that I was going to launch that new blog and I did I launched it back in November in 2017 but this entire year has been been interesting because I was blogging every two weeks for about eight months. And then this summer I, I was hired as a freelance writer for dance media publications, which is the umbrella organization for dance magazine, point magazine, dance spirit, and uh, dance teacher. And at that point I, I was podcasting, I was writing an article or two, and then I was blogging. And I, I decided that I would just sort of let it go for a little bit to see um, well, to a, a make sure that I could stay inspired in in creating my my content that I was doing for this new this new position with Dance Media, um, but uh, yeah, beyond the fact that I wanted to keep my content fresh, um, what I noticed was that a lot has changed with the way that I was finding my audience when I first started blogging. When I first started blogging, Facebook was really good at reaching the people that I'm connected to, but over time. Uh, as my social media has become more popular, I have like 5,000 friends on, on Facebook and I don't know at least 3,000 of those people. Um, and I had to go through a period where a lot of the people that were following me, I don't even speak the same language. So I had to unfollow them, not because I didn't want to see their content, but just because I couldn't understand their content. Um, but I don't know if it's because I have all of those friends now or if it's uh, because of the algorithms that, that they've changed. Um, people weren't actually seeing my blogs when I was posting about them. Um, so with Life of a Freelance Dancer, yes, I had been building it for a while. But after the first like six months to a year, I was steadily getting at least 100 views uh, a day. Um, and by the time that I was towards the end, I was getting... Uh, hundreds of views a day. And every time I would post a new blog, I would get maybe anywhere from 500 to 2000 views in just that day. Uh, and I wasn't seeing steady growth with this new dancing off stage blog. So, uh, throughout the year I was really assessing it. And this summer I again took a break from blogging because I was, I was writing in other places. Um, 
And for the most part, I, I so I haven't done my retreat yet for uh, my December retreat. I'm going to do it on the airplane on the way from uh, New York to Hong Kong. But um, I, I'm pretty sure that I've made the decision to stop blogging. I'm going to keep the platforms up just so that the information is archived. And if I do feel the need to write, if I'm not getting any uh, paid work, I, I'll do so and I'll make sure that I post it. But I'm, I'm kind of giving myself the okay <laughs> to to stop blogging at this point. Um, I still don't really know how I feel about that. And I'm not 100%, but I'm practically there. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, so that was one goal that I had and I followed through with it. But as you can see, sometimes you have a goal and then after like how much assessment might go into that goal, um, and why it it has been so important for me to continue doing these retreats every four, every three to four months. Um, another goal of mine was to regain some semblance of work-life balance. Um, (laughs) I haven't had any work-life balance since, I don't know, 2011 when I left Pacific Northwest Ballet. And that has been a struggle for me. And back when I was freelancing uh, from 2011 to 2015, um, that didn't exist because I was either working nonstop or I had nothing to do. Um, And then when I was super commuting from 2016 till the end of 2017, um, I mean, that didn't exist. And then I set up so much work last year because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to survive in New York that I just had no days off. Um, So that was definitely a goal of mine. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more um, in my my future goals that I tell you about. What else? Uh, so this is something that you'll actually see. I, I tend to have recurring themes. My goals will often, like I, I do 10 goals at the end of every retreat and usually like about five of them stay the same or they evolve mildly. Um, and then I usually have like about five brand new, uh, goals. So yeah. Uh, one was I wanted to, I want to set up three professional commissions. Uh, that's choreographic commissions by, uh, the end of the season. So that would be the 2017, 2018 season. Cause the dance world tends to work in a, like a school year. Um, I didn't achieve that. That's disappointing, but I'm going to get more to that also as we move forward. Um, this is an interesting one. One, uh, I wanted to get more publicity and writing opportunities and well-established media. And at this point I had written, uh, maybe like two, I think two articles for dance magazines online content um but most of the the writings that i did outside of my own blogging at that point i hadn't um were for smaller smaller websites and lesser known uh lesser known publications and so i was really looking to expand because i was enjoying those opportunities that i would have with dance magazine um and shortly after that i ended up writing uh an article for was it dance teacher magazine or dance magazine uh, for their online content it was about what was it about it was about teaching adults i now see now it's gone to the point where i've written so many i can't even remember um not to brag i'm just saying i'm like i it's funny because i'm i'm looking at that goal back then and i had barely done anything and at this point i think i've written about six or seven pieces for dance magazine dance teacher uh, and, and dance teacher, and they've also been shared on on the other other sites. Um, 
And then also, okay, so the last goal I had of this retreat was to have a foundation for a pickup company set by the new year. Um, and I wanted to begin enacting that. But what I ended up finding out was that the the 2017-2018 dance season for me was really just about getting comfortable and establishing myself in New York City as a as a dance educator so that I could have the foundation to do the work that I want to do in the city. Okay, so that was my... Hurricane Harvey uh, airplane retreat that was back in August of 2017. So now, because like I said, I went back to that because I didn't have anything for the first half of the year. But so this one, this one, again, you're going to hear paper turning because I am looking at my notebook. Okay, so this was my We Made It to New York retreat. <laughs> so that this was on the 31st of May in this year. Um and so the first thing I did was an assessment of my previous goals. And I've done a little bit of that with you just live on here. So I'm going to go forward to uh, my goals for this one. Okay, so the first goal that I had was to set up a foundation for uh, a company. Uh, so as you can see, the 10th goal that I had in the last one was to do the same thing. Obviously, I didn't do that. Um, and I think I was a bit disappointed about this one. And it was really on my mind uh, that I hadn't achieved it. So that's why it was my first goal. Because the first one's the first one you see, first one on your mind. Um, so I, I set up a, I wanted to set up a foundation for a company. And I, I dedicated some of my summer to putting some some time into that. And, and I did do that. But I was teaching a lot in June and July. But so I, I didn't do anything then, but I ended up uh, working with a couple dancers in August, but um, some things happened and I ended up finding out that I have to pay back uh, my subsidy, my healthcare subsidy, because I am that horrible segment of the population that isn't employed and doesn't get health insurance from my employer. Um, but I also make like just a little bit too much money to uh, get any subsidy for my health insurance. I have horrible health insurance. It's a silver plan. And the silver plan is like, I thought silver metal, like a silver medal was second place. This is not the second best. This is like probably the second worst plan that I could have. I don't even use my health insurance because it's so bad. And now I have to pay back $4,000. Um, so, uh, I can afford my rent, but I can't afford my health insurance. Um, but I was just like in August, I was just like, Oh, I'm going to get this started. I was using my own money to get rehearsal space. And I had a nice group of dancers that were willing to work with me for free. Um, because, we we believe in each other's product and uh they're willing to to donate their time at the beginning of this process um and then i got that news and i was like i don't understand how i can throw money into re renting rehearsal space um and not even and and not even be able to pay back my subsidy right away so that kind of got put on the back burner for a bit um so i'm going to get more into that again in my next one um the next one that i had was i wanted to get regular contemporary classes uh in in new york city so uh this summer i had a regular contemporary intermediate contemporary class at broadway dance center um and then after the summer 
ended, I lost that class. Not because I, I didn't do well. That was actually one of my better better classes number-wise this summer. But it was because um, they on Saturdays, they have a children's program at Broadway Dance Center. And I was just filling that slot until the fall started again. Um, so... I, I don't currently have any contemporary classes, but the good news is I am talking to Broadway Dance Center about uh, about per- a permanent contemporary class. I just have to be patient. Um, so that's that's a goal that's still there, and it's 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 very much so in process. Um, it's not one that I haven't achieved or have achieved. It's like kind of in the middle ground there. Um, I am also hoping that there's a possibility because uh, I am guest faculty at Steps on Broadway that maybe something like that could happen in the new year. But you know, that's just that's more on the like fingers crossed. See see where things go with that. Um, my, my next goal was actually to take one day off per week, um, which I, <laughs> I haven't really been good about doing this until the last like month and a half, but I'm planning on doing this again in, uh, in the new year. Uh, I've been really proud of myself. I actually posted on Instagram, uh, today it's Tuesday. I tend to record my podcast on Tuesdays and then they post on Fridays. Um, but I, I've been lucky that I've had a lot of people ask me to do things. Actually, Broadway Dance Center offered me a contemporary class on Sundays, um, and I've been offered a couple other teaching opportunities on Sundays. And people have asked me to do private lessons on Sundays, but I've learned I really just need a day off per week. And like my mental health is so much better when I have a day off. Um, and I've been really good about enforcing it, um, whether like I sleep until 11 o'clock in the morning um, or friends come to visit us or I go explore a neighborhood or like this week, I just wanted to lay on the couch and play video games. Like taking a day off has been really good for me. I'm glad that I've been mostly achieving this goal and I plan to continue this. Uh, it's, it's It was a good goal to work towards and it's very valuable. Um, and along with this goal, right, uh, I want to set up regular class and gym schedule, um, which I talked about on my Instagram uh, post today. I, like, I generally give myself class on Monday. I, like, I do a bar and then I improv before uh, I teach up at Greenwich Ballet Academy. And then Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays have actually been pretty good about getting into Nancy Bielski's class. Um, and then the gym has been a, a four to five times a week thing. So I'm really proud of that. See, that's the great thing about doing these retreats. You can set these goals and then you can go back and you can look at them and you can see like that you do actually achieve things. Um, and because I feel like sometimes like there's so many over our list gets so overwhelmingly long that sometimes we don't realize that there are smaller things that we are achieving. And if you get down on yourself, you can go, oh, OK, well, actually, this is a good like it's a good uh what's the word I'm looking for? Meter isn't the word, but I'm going to use a meter, but it's a gauge. It's like a good gauge so that you can go back and go, wow, I actually am achieving things. Um, here's one. I had a goal that wasn't directly related to me. I says, offer Danya some understanding in building his business uh, that I have offered him. So my husband has this uh, great organizational business. He's a professional organizer. Uh, if you want to check him out, spacestransform.com, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he started his business in Philadelphia when we first moved there. And he has spent this year digging his heels in and transitioning that business to New York. Um, and he's been quite successful at it. But um, around this time, I remember something happened. He uh, he was missing something that was kind of important to me because he had a work commitment. And I remember being like mildly upset about it. 
and turning to him and being like, well, why can't you be there for this? And he was like, I need to build my business because he's moved from my work a few times during our time together or 13 years together. Um, but I haven't had to do much as much sacrificing for his work. Um, and now that I finally stabilized my career a bit in New York City, it was interesting because the tables turned and I had to look in the mirror um, and take a moment and recognize that he had done so much and been so uh, understanding um, and supportive in me finding my way to where I am today. And I needed to put in writing to remind myself that it was... Uh, well, first to remind myself what he had done and then to remind myself that I needed to work to offer him this, like reciprocate what he had done for me equally. Um, so that was a good goal. And I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job at that. Another goal here is I had a choreographic, I wanted to get a choreographic commission with a regional or national company. So as you can see, I sort of refined my previous goal. So you know how I was saying I won three in the last retreat this was like juggling all of those balls i was like well i've got three <laughs> i kept on dropping all three so i was like well maybe if i keep on dropping all three if i just put two on the shelf then maybe i can work on this one um i haven't yet achieved that but i i am currently talking to uh one organization about doing that and and i'm going to talk a bit more about how i'm hoping to achieve that in the the new year um, oh, this is a good one. So in my previous retreats over the years, uh, I would constantly like from, from three month to three month to three month retreat. One of my goals would always be that I wanted to be featured in, uh, in dance magazine, like in their print in, in print. Um, I had been featured in a, an article about healthcare, um, but I, my work wasn't the main story. Um, and then I was featured in an article about uh, breaking the fourth wall with audiences. Um, and that was about my blog, but it wasn't about like my work as an educator and my work, like my actual dance work. It was about my media work. Um, so I, for, for years, I just wanted to have a feature um, in a magazine. And at this point... I uh, I had just been asked to write my first print feature about my work uh, for the October issue of Dance Magazine, and I was so excited about it. So I was like, "Okay, what's the next level of the of of uh, of that goal?" Because I didn't feel like that goal was the end goal. Um, so, I mean, you know, just throwing it out there into the universe, <laughs> but one of my, my new main goals is to be featured on a cover of a magazine. I don't know. As a kid, like I always would get the magazine, like dance magazine or point magazine or dance spirit or dance teacher. I guess I didn't get dance teacher, but I would see it at the studio that I was at. I, I would, but I would get those other ones in the mail and I would see the person on the front and I'd be like, wow, that's so amazing. Like, look at them, look at how hard they've worked and all that they've achieved. And then they get recognized and then they send it around to like thousands and thousands of people around the world. Um, maybe one day that could be me. And then as my, my ballet career started to like get going, I started to feel like it wasn't possible. And I've said this before, but uh, 
I, I never expected to have the success uh, and gratification that I've gotten out of this second part of my dance career as a teacher and a, a choreographer and as a, a media personality. Um, so that hope is revived and I don't know, maybe I'll achieve it, maybe I won't, but I might as well keep it on my goal list so that I, I keep on working towards that. Um, what are some more? I'm just going to read through these because I want to get onto the, my next goal so I don't have like a five-hour podcast. But a couple other goals I had, I want to give back in some way. So uh, looking for ways to volunteer, throw events for dancers. I, I once did or twice did a events for freelance artists in New York City. I found a, a venue and I got door prizes and it was just to connect and network as freelance artists. Uh, there were choreographers and dancers involved because um, – Dancers and companies, they uh, go to the same group of people, their same community day after day after day for work, and they get support from that community. But as freelancers, we often don't have that. Um, so I wanted to find more ways to give back because there were so many years previous to this that I was so focused on my own career, freelancing and traveling around the country and then commuting to build that, that I felt like I didn't have as many opportunities to uh to give back. So there, there have been a few things that I've done in that vein, but they haven't been on as grind of a scale that I, I would hope that they would be. So I, I definitely have that in mind for the future. Um, and then the other ones are teaching internationally. I've only traveled internationally for vacation. I've never actually gone to work internationally. So I'd love to teach or choreograph internationally. And then another one is to pay off my credit card, which, um, Obviously isn't done, especially with that bad financial news I got a couple months ago. But uh, I made some good progress in 2018. I'm paying off some credit card debt. Um, you can read a, a little bit about that in that article that I wrote for Dance Magazine's October issue. Um, so you can find that online or you can find that on the in, in that issue. Um, all right. So then when was this one again? Back to flipping pages so you can hear the paper. Sorry. Okay, so this one was in September. So this was kind of like my fall retreat. Um, in my fall retreat, my goals... Where are my 10 goals? There you are. Okay. <laughs> so number one, cover feature on a major dance publication. Still working on it. Um, I don't need to go into more detail about that because I already discussed it. Okay, number two, I wanted to launch a fundraiser for uh, my working name for my project, Barry Corollas Contemporary Ballet, BKCB. It would be BK Contemporary Ballet. I've never really wanted to put my name into uh, a company, but I... I think it's a good way to start and then I can evolve it because I feel like everybody's already taken like you have New York City Ballet, you have New York Theater Ballet, you have uh, Brooklyn Ballet, you have different things like that. So um, I think this is a good working name. But yeah, so I wanted to launch a fundraiser for uh, that organization or my, my, my company and then begin working on a first form of production. Um, so I haven't done that yet, but I am talking to somebody about uh, launching a fundraising campaign at the beginning of 2019. And I've applied for some residencies and grants, hoping that maybe I'll, I'll get those because what I'm figuring out is, so I haven't worked through this goal yet, but I'm still putting in that tedious, like, building growth work. Um, I've done a lot of research. I've talked to a lot of people. One of my very good friends, um, she's uh, 
an arts consultant as well as a dancer and a company manager um, and with a company down in Miami. And she has taken great interest in me and I'm so appreciative of that. And we've spent hours sitting across dining tables and restaurants and on the phone discussing how to make this happen. Um, so I've, I've been laying a lot of foundation work, uh, an idea work to get this started. And I'm realizing it's not like a, it's not like, oh, I'm going to, I have a company. It's like, I have a lot to do in order to make that happen. And I want to make sure that I do it, do it right. Uh, I feel like there's a lack of ballet, uh, new ballet work being put out in New York city and in the country in general. Um, and, uh, unless you're in a major company, that's the only place that, that that's happening. Um, or regional company, it's not really happening on a small scale. Like it used to happen back in like the sixties, seventies and eighties. Um, so I'd love to make that happen. Uh, I was recently reading about Jessica Langdance and she's a contemporary and contemporary ballet choreographer uh, in Queens, another fellow Queens choreographer. Um, and she's folding her company at the end of the season, which is really disappointing. Um, so I want to make sure that uh, I build this thing right so that down the line it can, uh, it can take care of itself versus it being a struggle the entire way. So yeah, I'm working towards that for sure. It's a slow process, but that's one, that's one of those, uh, those goals were like, I, I'm juggling that ball and I feel like it keeps on dropping. Um, and I, I keep on picking up and throwing it back in the mix. I'm not throwing it in the trash. I'm not putting it on the shelf. I am going to continue doing that because that is a part of my next goal, which is again, one major, this time I, I put two in there. So I was at one major and one minor choreographic commission. Um, so part of the reason that I want to start my own company is because I've practically done everything that you can, not everything you can do, but I, I feel like I've done all of the steps leading to getting commissions from companies. I choreographed the National Choreographers Initiative in 2014. I was named an outstanding choreographer by Youth America Grand Prix. I, uh, was a finalist at the McCallum Theater Choreography Festival and at the Visions Choreographic Competition. Um, and I also have had small minor commissions from Columbia Ballet Collaborative at Columbia University, um, as well as the company Cello Point uh, here in New York City and an uptown dance company in Houston, Texas. And these are all very small companies or college programs. Um, so I feel like I, I'm like on the cusp of... of getting these commissions, but, um, I, I just, I'm not getting them and I don't have new material that I'm creating on a professional scale. I'm working a lot with students these days. Um, so the way that I need to make this happen is to create my own platform so that I can continue creating. And that way I'm creating my own work. And then if other companies see that work and they want to commission me, then they can do that. So that way it's, it's, will be hopefully become a cyclical process at, at a certain point. But I'm at the point now where I'm not being taken by other organizations. So I need to make my own. Um, and that's the only way that that's going to continue. And I know that. So uh, it's, it's 2019. It is vastly important for me to make that one of my top, top, top goals. Um, what else on, do I have on this goal list? Uh, <laughs> so now that I've had, I've been featured in, uh, print with a dance publication, um, beyond hoping to one day have a cover feature, I want to start br branching out beyond just the dance world. Um, the, 
there's so many organizations that are interested in, in dance these days. It's such a hot button topic. And I'd love to, uh, I'd love to have more access to people in my communities. So I have the dance community, um, art, the artists community, like a community of, of artists, uh, the LGBTQ community, um, and, uh, the entertainment community. So I'd love to get more involved in that type of stuff. So I'd love to find ways to reach a greater audience beyond just uh, my fellow dance artists. Not that I don't love you all. Um, and that I, 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 I think that I need more. It's just that it's the idea spread as much art to as many people as possible. That's why I teach basic ballet classes to adult recreational students, because it's, uh, it's not just about teaching ballet it's about educating people outside of the professional dance scene about our wonderful art form um what else another goal back in september was to build my my class my classes at broadway dance center because i've generally taught in a smaller studio uh studio four um and they told me that in order for this to happen i need to get my numbers up and uh largely thanks to the wonderful pro semester uh, group that came through. So Broadway Dance Center has a, a handful of uh, different groups, programs that they do uh, every quarter. They have a international visa program for students. They have a children's program and a professional training program. But um, they have a pro semester, which is supposed to bridge the gap between student and professional for, uh, I think it's like 17 to 20 seven-year-olds uh, don't quote me on that go to their website um but uh this past group they, they they're finishing this week there are 49 students that were part of it and they were just so wonderful to work with and so many of them uh were a part of my class beyond my my regular new york city students that they uh they're actually completely shifting my schedule around. Um, that's what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. Um, but their com- Broadway Dance Center is completely shifting my schedule around uh, because I my class numbers have been getting ba- bigger and better. So, yay, I achieved that goal. That's very exciting. Um, another major goal that I would like to, to accomplish uh, is to start teaching uh, in university and conservative pro- conservatory programs in New York. Uh, I'm really interested in Juilliard because I teach both ballet and contemporary classes. And that program is very much about ballet, contemporary and modern dance. And I feel like I'm a a really solid fit for the organization. I'd also love to teach at at American Ballet Theater School or School of American Ballet. Um, A a lot of times it's really difficult to teach in those schools uh, if you haven't gone through the company. I did train at the School of American Ballet, but usually they only take former New York City ballet dancers. Um, But I feel like I have something different to offer to these schools because I have so far a three-year syllabus of contemporary dance training for classically trained dancers. So I'm hoping that I can work with those organizations in some way. Um, but there are tons of other organizations in the city, uh, Marymount Manhattan, uh, Pace, they have a commercial dance program at that university, um, NYU, uh, although you should check out my other podcast about NYU, so that would have to be ballet until they're ready for my contemporary. Um, I'd love to work at Ballet Academy East um, or Ellison Ballet or any of those those companies. Uh, I, I just want to be more involved in the New York, New York dance scene, uh, and that, that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, what else do I have? I, I want to continue uh, regular self-care. So, uh, and I've actually been pretty good at this. Uh, I want to take at least 
three to four ballet classes a week, be at the gym four to five times a week, which I've achieved. Um, try to get massages monthly, which I've been getting uh, cheap Chinese massages, uh, Twina. Um, I'd, I'd like to get more sophisticated massages, but those have been working. But also, yeah, just take better care of myself, eat better, sleep better. I've been I've been making good grounds, uh, good good ground on that. Um, I also have, this is going to be my last one, but I want to go to Europe. I've been to Eastern Asia. I'm about to go to Southeastern Asia. I've been to the Middle East. I've been to South America and I've been to Mexico and Canada. Um, I feel like Europe is like the next hurrah. It's almost embarrassing to say that I haven't been to Europe Um, because living on the East Coast at least half of my life, um, you would think that that would be the first place I would go. Um, But yeah, I haven't done that. So I'm about to travel internationally. I'm already looking to my next international adventure. And I would love for that to be either work or play. Um, again, like I said, I've never worked internationally. So that would be a fun achievement to do. So yeah. Um, so yeah, this is pretty much what I did. I mean, I, I didn't do a full retreat, but what, what I did was I kind of did like a year yearly assessment of my goals. Um, and I hope that through me going through my goals, like telling you my goals that I've set and then assessing them and then talking about like why they didn't work and how some worked and then how they've evolved. I hope that it inspires you to go ahead and do the same thing to write down your goals uh, on a regular basis and then to go back and look at them and reassess them and see what's working, um, what's not to see which goals you've achieved, to see which goals maybe you thought you wanted to achieve. And then as you've worked towards them, you realize that that actually wasn't a goal of yours. Um, I hope that uh, by me doing this, it gives you some inspiration to do that so that you can have the best 2019 possible. Uh, For me, I'm hoping that in 2019 that I will start my project, that I'll get more choreographic opportunities, that I will get contemporary classes, uh, regular contemporary classes in New York City, and that I'll get more teaching work in city and university programs and conservatories uh, in the city. So... um, I'd be really, I'd be really curious to see what your goals are. I mean, maybe go ahead and send me send me a list of your goals so that uh, you can be held accountable. Uh, I would love to see what other dance artists or non dance artists are are hoping to achieve in two thousand nineteen. Um, so yeah, with that, I just want to say thank you guys so much for being faithful listeners to Pot of Chat. I, uh, I'm so grateful for all of you listening and for those of you that reach out to me and for those of you that come to my classes to learn from me and to let me uh, share some of my passion with you and hopefully make you passionate about dance. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season and I hope that you have a, a great bringing in of the 2019 year. That's a really weird way to say it, but I hope that 2018 has been great for you and I hope that uh, wonderful things things are, are set for you in 2019. So with that, I will bid you adieu. Happy New Year. And I will see you in 2019. Crazy. 
I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Pod to Chat Talking Dance. If there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycarolis.com. Again, that's www.barrykerollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcast or to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcast on the Premier Dance Network. New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B. Carolus, or on Twitter at Bariscos. Also be sure to subscribe to my blogs. I have Life of a Freelance Dancer, which can be found at lifeofafreelancedancer.blogspot.com. And on that blog, which is now archived, I wrote about freelancing as a dance artist and as an independent contractor for over five years. I also have Dancing Off Stage, which can be found at dancingoffstage.wordpress.com. And on that blog, I talk about the post-performance careers of professional dancers. I also have a YouTube channel that features my choreography and you can find that by going in the search bar on youtube.com and typing in b corollas thanks for listening in to pot of chat i hope you return in a couple of fridays in 2019 to talk dance with me and remember to go out and support your local dance scene